Hi besties! Today's podcast is a special one because I have my sister Lisa Agutu here with us. Yay! Oh my god! But y'all, welcome back again to the Queen's Archives. Um, each week we welcome a special fabulous guest right here into the Queen's Quarters to laugh, shake some ass, drink some Prosecco, which we are doing today, and get real besties! I already told y'all who's here. It's my sister girl, Lisa. Ah, y'all. Also, this is the first podcast that I'm also like doing in person, and I'm so glad that I'm doing it with you. Thank you for having me and for choosing me to be your first. Absolutely, honey. Mm-hmm. But Lisa, like, I feel like we have like really good conversations. We do. And I was just thinking that I also want the world to know how also special you are in really just being honest with me yeah and bringing such a good energy and and a just like a great essence to life Thank and you. so as in before we continue i just want people to know who you are beyond like my favorite person in the world like who is lisa <laughs> agutu her favorite person in the world one two i'm uh, let me see when people ask me who i am i like i'm I try not to put career as the top thing because I'm so many other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I'll just start with that. It's the first thing that comes to mind. I'm an international trade lawyer, and uh, I'm uh, I'm a lover. I'm a friend. I'm I like flowers. I enjoy art. I'm many things, but I think with, through our conversation, you'll get to see more. Well, something I think about a lot when I think of you or if I'm in like spaces with you is sisterhood. Yeah. Because I feel like our sisterhood is so deep and special. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you what sisterhood means to you and what it's looked like for us. Oh, my. Sisterhood. Oh, that's a good question. So sisterhood to me means showing up for each other <clears throat> as much as you can showing up and then generally in sisterhood and then for each other i think this is a season where we've really needed to show up for each other and we have Mm -hmm. we've been together a lot for the past month and it's as a result of showing up and yeah so sisterhood is a lot of love a lot of showing up a lot of holding space a lot of giving grace a lot of understanding when words are said and when they're not said Mm -hmm. yeah so when they're said i try to listen and understand what it is that my sister wants and needs or is saying and um, when words are not said it's to understand that when she did say things or when we were together she did say she loves me and means it therefore this silence doesn't mean anything to the contrary it just means okay she needs some space she needs this or that yeah do you feel like i feel like our sisterhood has gotten stronger very recently though yeah i think we've always been like in each other's spaces and we've known each other since we were babies yeah but i feel like i've not known you as an adult yet Mm. and now i it feels so good to just have that camaraderie and have like somebody to just like talk to and be with and hang out with and have a few drinkies with and get dressed and look cute. 
do you feel like I've been a good sister to you? Yeah. I feel like just the same things you've said, I'm able to bear my soul with you. Just like the rawest form of being for me, I'm able to be with you and that just feels really good. I always feel rested and at peace with you and I've realized it it's because I can be my truest self. I can exist or not exist, but when it's with you, it's I don't have to think about it. I feel like with other people and generally in life I'm thinking how am I showing up here? What am I doing? Am I too much? Am I this? With here we just go we just flow. Literally. Like yeah. but I feel like it was hard for me at the beginning mm-hmm. because like and I've told you this before. Mm. Like I'm just okay with keeping and hiding my feelings. Yes. Like I'm so hyper independent and um Lisa would be there just like it's okay just show up as you are. Yeah. And it's so hard because I also like have such as like a what do I how do I say it? I have a pretty public digital presence yeah. where like regardless of whether I'm showing up authentic or not, I still have to show up a specific way. Oof, yeah. And so I felt like I didn't know how to show up for you in my time of need like mm-hmm. or, or or not necessarily show up for you but like be open and yeah. just be crying and not have brushed my teeth in four days <laughs> and not have showered or eaten yeah. and just you're like it's okay just yeah. come here i think you used the correct terms you didn't know how to show up for me yeah but i think i needed to remind you that you didn't have to show up in any way for me yeah. that it was now my turn to show up cuz you were feeling like that and i think it was hard for you to wrap yourself wrap your mind around the idea that somebody would drop everything and come to be by your side and that you feel like when people are around you you have to do something for them in return while this was just yeah i'm i'm here in whatever way you need i'm here yeah i think that's that's the thing i guess yeah for your public presence you have to show up and people will judge you based on how you show up so yeah. you have to show up in in this particular way which is why i like the post you made on instagram which one when um when you told the world about your grief yeah and you said that you guys celebrate with me but also grieve with me i'm a, there's so many things that go on with me so yeah. yeah i think you're taking steps and it's good i'm glad you're allowing me to show up for you it feels good to be around you we don't have to be doing a lot we don't have to be doing anything we just talk about the most random things and laugh <laughs> or just sit hand in hand yeah yeah just we nap together or yeah, yeah. and it's, it's, i just i think you've like really shown me like how someone can show up for other people like wholeheartedly like mm. like you have been so present and that's just like so beautiful and like we could just be sitting doing nothing like those like a few weeks ago we were in Maine and we were talking up on the beach and we're like talking about like SpongeBob like really intellectually actually and i thought that was so funny and like we could have convers- deep conversations about life and us to like silly conversations about like yo what would SpongeBob be doing now you know and it's so fun i know like how far how deep from this from this shore do you think they are they, like how where do you think the bikini bottom is right now really right now <laughs> oh my god do you feel like it's taken you a while to get to this point like for yourself like um to get to a point where you're like I'm just showing up for people like did something have to happen like what what was it i think 
showing up for people has been easy for me, but I haven't been able to quite balance it with allowing people to show up for me. Yeah, so showing up has, has always been very easy, but for myself, it's been really difficult. And I've been reading all about Love by Bell Hooks. We love. We love Bell Hooks. We love Bell Hooks here. Yeah. And just when she talks about love, there are so many aspects, like reciprocity. And I think that's why I introduced myself as a lover. I feel like I just want to live my life as a loving person in every single space. And so I want to see how to do that better, e.g. by reading that book. And one of the aspects is reciprocity. So if I'm showing up for people, I have to let them show up for me. Absolutely. If I want them to bear my soul to me, I have to do the same. And I think it starts with honesty. Like if I'm asked how I am, I need to say how I am and where I'm at because I expect the same from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm learning. I think showing up is has been easy for me, but allowing the same for myself has been really hard. Oh, you said you're a lover. Mm-hmm. Are you loving somebody else that's not me now? my friend my best friend (laughs) beyond that you said you're a lover as in like i know you are loving all those people and all those people love you but we want to (laughs) know yes Hmm. lover in romance i think at the beginning of this year Mm -hmm. i said i'm ready for love i'm ready for love i'm welcoming love into my space and I want to do whatever it takes to make myself ready to be partnered. Mm-hmm. And so I that was hard for me, though, because I thought that wanting somebody meant that I wasn't whole. Yes, yeah, so I battled with that. So it's only this year that I, was, I wasn't afraid to say that, yeah, I'm looking for a partner, I'm looking for love, and I'm ready for it. Even night, I felt a little bit of heaviness saying that. Why? I don't know, because for a long time, I think just social media and therapy talk is like, no, you have to be whole first or whatever. Mm. I'm like, I'm lovable in whatever state I am in. Lisa, yeah. so, wake that up, actually. Yeah, so yeah, I'm ready for love. So I have put myself out there in the dating scene. Mm. I am dating. I'm not in a relationship, but mm. I'm definitely definitely open for love and i am i'm i'm actively putting myself in spaces mentally and physically that will allow me to to find this when you said you're open for love you're open to a relationship like right now if you found somebody who's good for you yeah would you date them yeah wow yeah do you feel like you found somebody already Why is she asking all these questions? <laughs> asking all these questions. Asking all Yeah, I think there's, there's potential. Does he have a brother? Yeah. Can I introduce you? Can I be introduced to the brothers? Because I feel like that too, girl. Early this year, yeah. actually no, because I was in Kenya. I was like still like in a place where I was trying to heal and like also be with family. Yeah. So this year, I was like not really keen on finding love Mm. i think last year i just got so heartbroken by so many stupid men and i'm like i'm over y'all like 
So this year, I was like, just I'm keen on protecting myself and protecting my peace. And there's a part of me that is also afraid to like put myself out there, but that's fine. But fun thing, you guys, this past weekend was was um, we went to. It was a fabulous weekend. Oof. It was a great weekend. Juneteenth was so much fun. Yeah. And all our friends were outside, mm-hmm. and it was so exciting and so cool, and all these fun things. Oh and the amount of like energy and and vibes and love I got from men that I was attracted to was like out of this world. Yeah. And you could tell that too. I yeah. was like coming I'm back. Like you're getting what you put out because yeah. like every we had to keep stopping and oh look at you, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> like even people who didn't know that were who didn't know that all oh, your you know this public personality. Yeah public personality mm-hmm. uh, that sounds strange yeah they were just stopping you to say i love your energy i love your outfit i love your this and that and it's so funny when we're dressing up and you're like does this look good or <laughs> does this are you lying to me just because you're my sister i'm like you know what let's go outside and see like these people owe you nothing fine find out from them literally yeah and but I guess it, that... it was good for it was nice to see yeah it was really nice to see and i don't think you've seen me in my element yet like i think you've seen me Mm. digitally on my element mm. and like when we're all together as a family but like not when we're like beyond that space yeah i think this weekend gave me a glimpse yeah yeah and it felt really really good it was so it felt far really good because i don't it just felt good i've seen the building blocks all our lives of you being creative and being so meticulous with your outfits and when we'd be back in the village, I found some pictures we took in, in Kindu Old Town. We need to share it with the audience, yeah, with the Queen's yeah. archives. Yeah, so you've always been this, so it's not oh, a big surprising thing. Yeah, even when you'd make your personal trips before you had a big platform, you always wanted to curate your pictures. Like the one I remember as far back as when you went to Bali, was it six, oh six God, or six. seven years ago? Yeah, yeah so you've always, you've always been this, so... Yeah, it's it's really really beautiful to see. I loved seeing you at work. I really liked seeing it. I loved watching you. You're so cute. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. So I'm You're I'm so even cute. going back in my mind. I'm like I really really loved that. From when was that Friday? Yeah. From Friday, we were outside from Friday, guys, oh. and and we might as well have been trees like this outside. I, I outside like I don't think when I when like there's all these videos saying like we're outside this summer the way we were out you don't understand we were outside like trees oh. we were uh, uh, we were doing customer service for the streets yeah we were doing customer service for the streets because why were we outside like that Lisa before I came into this house you told me just come knowing we're leaving we're leaving <laughs> immediately as, we as we're outside <laughs> oh my goodness but it was, good. it was good. I saw you working, but then there was an element of fun, but it was good to see. You know, when you love somebody, it's it's nice to see when other people love them. So it was also, it was good for me to see people loving you and just you and your element, you and you as an ordinary noir. I think something that was even more special for me mm-hmm. was seeing how my people embraced you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's it's always tough sometimes to just like bring somebody into a space. Yeah. But I feel like I've been able to like be with friends who like really cultivate such safe spaces for other people. Oh yeah. And so much love for other people. And it was just so nice that their extension of love for me was like 
over you the whole weekend. Yeah. And that felt even more special for me. And I was just like, I felt it you as know, well. Like, like, it's telling of you, but also very telling of these people and yeah. their space and who they are. Yeah, and I think it's also a, a massive extension of you and what you bring to that friendship. Because that's the only reason why they would be so excited to embrace me. It's because of what they've built with you. Yeah, because yeah, when they came over a few days ago, I think, yeah, even for me, I was like, oh my gosh, how will I fit into her space? Mm-hmm. But I felt like so long as I'm with you, whatever situation we're in doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. But everyone was going out of their way to get to know me and yes. hug me. I'm a, I'm a lover, so I love hugs. So everyone was giving really good, warm, cozy hugs. And I'm like, okay, it's nice to see that these are the people who are loving her. It made me feel like, okay, it's, she's safe. I feel that. Yeah. Girl, is there a point in your life where you felt like you were lacking of this love or lacking in the capacity that you couldn't truly be yourself? Because like I see you as such an like outspoken, articulate, fabulous, beautiful, fat assed, um, educated, <laughs> bad bitch. Like I you know, you're my you're older than me, and so I, I look up to you and, and, and what you bring to the table and who you are as a person. And in my head, I've never thought that there was a space where you would have been lacking, like you were never not like this. But like, have you ever felt like that? Yeah, there's something you said that um, brought up something in my mind. You said that you're ready for love or like you're ready to date, but also afraid to put yourself out there. Yeah. I realized that the walls I was putting up was keeping out the negatives but also the positives everything was outside yeah so that's when that was the time when i lacked i realized that the resources and the people and the support were there but i had such heavy walls that not nothing could penetrate not the good not the bad so then yay enemies away but then even just the loving and soft parts Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's why i've actively actively started trying to live my life as as a lover girl I am, yeah, and cultivating community and pouring into people and allowing them to pour into me. It feels good. It feels good. Something I'm tired of, like, really doing is playing games. Mm. I'm tired of playing games when it comes to me. I'm tired of playing games when it comes to other people. I'm tired of playing games when it comes to my career, my bag, my money, my life, my skin. Like, if I f*** with you, I f*** with you. Exactly. And I'm going to let you know. Yeah, and I give give you my all. Everything. Yeah. And however it ends up, that my friend Vanessa always tells me, give give it your all. Because I'm always telling her, I'm so afraid. What if this and that happens? But that's on them. Like, you can't take somebody's L. If they choose to act badly. <laughs> that's on them. Do. Yeah. So you give it your all. So at the end of it, you won't have questions. Did I do th- No, I, I didn't. It was you who ended up being to blood. Well, honestly, yeah. and we have to explain what mutu blood is for the people who don't understand that, y'all. This is like a term we use, but it came from like a really funny interview from yeah. Kenya. But you have to explain it. Yeah, mutu blood is just someone who's on their shit, like just somebody <laughs> full of rubbish. Full of rubbish. Somebody full of rubbish. But if that's how they choose to act, that's on them. And everybody, you have to use this. I'll make this is a word of the summer. Yeah. If they're not about you, if they're not giving the same energy, if they're not loving you, if they're not respecting you, mutu blood. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sana. Sana. Very. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's been getting to a point where you cut those people off. <sighs> because I, I'm so tired of people pleasing and being nice in play people's faces. That's me playing games. Yeah. And you're not playing games about anything else. Why play games in this aspect Honestly, of your life? Literally. I, I call my... These days I've been calling myself uh, a recovering good girl. Oh, period. Yeah. Tell me more. Because I think for a long time I was determined to be a good girl. So even the aspect of cutting people off was, was never in my vocabulary because I just felt like... I always needed to maintain bridges, maintain peace. Mm-hmm. I was the one to do the work of repairing, no matter what, how blood someone decides to be. I was putting, I was taking all that on myself. But now as a recovering good girl, cutting people off has become quite easy because I know what I'm bringing to the table mm-hmm. and I'm giving my all. Absolutely. And if you can't, meet that it's okay but go do it somewhere else good riddance yeah do it far away from me but not here yeah so and i've cultivated such good and warm and loving spaces that i i cannot imagine somebody disrupting it so now it's a matter of urgency to cut people off effectively yeah yeah it's urgent and i've done it quite a bit and it feels good it's been hard for me yeah you know because i feel like once i've like it's it's a sunk you know what is it sunken fallacy mm. is it lost cause fallacy i can't think what it is mm. um sunk cost fallacy it's, it's something about a fallacy about um people feel like i've already put in so much like i'm going to lose on it yeah like for example like you um put in so much work into a relationship and then it ends up not being good you it's it's you've lost it you've put the energy in there and it's gone you can't get it back you know and so that's the thing i feel like like especially just with the people who i love i really put my all i put everything and i feel like it's obviously not a project it's obviously not like a goal but it's like when i love you you're gonna know and so when i'm burned i'm like don't want to leave that person because i still feel like I've, we've already invested so much in our in our friendship and relationship it's yeah. hard to let that go so something i'm yeah i want i want i would say i'm also a recovering good girl i'm yeah. trying to be better about yeah. choosing me mm-hmm. and also still being able to be with people who i want to be mm-hmm. but fully respect myself yeah because you're worthy of that same love and kindness that you give other people and if you're not receiving it that's just not the right place for you no matter how long you've been there yeah yeah oh the one of my favorite poets who i love to quote naira wahid she says how someone can love you like you've never been loved before and still never meet you at the bridge and no matter their reason you must leave because you don't ever have to inspire anybody to meet you at the bridge there's love out there that is deep and that will meet you at the bridge so you Absolutely. you you must leave you'd never have to inspire somebody to meet you at the bridge there's love that will meet you there like us like us no but that's really special to hear because i feel like as you know especially young women i feel like we we feel like we need to really go on above and beyond to mm-hmm. f- to be loved especially yeah. black women yeah. That's why men are out here asking you what you bring into the table. 
honey you always have to prove yourself yeah always have to prove yourself like yeah i'm worthy of 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 being in this space of you i'm worthy of you loving me i'm worthy of you thinking highly of me and and prioritizing me and respecting me yeah as a lover Mm. or even when it comes to friendship like you don't have to inspire somebody to love you Mm-mm. you come as yourself you show up as yourself and the the person who loves you will take you as you are exactly the way you are is worthy is it's that's obviously not an excuse for bad behavior that oh yeah you need to stay here despite me being mean to you or whatever like all factors remain in constant that it's a healthy loving space you're worthy of being loved that's about it. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you. What's the craziest thing you've done for nigga? Because I was going to ask, like, do you think you've gone out of your way to still meet them on the bridge? I feel like I have to check the group chat. <laughs> for this one, they were calling you out. Yeah. Um, I don't remember, but probably stalking on, on, on IG or, like, making a burner account. I think I've done that. We've all done it. Okay, it. I still have one now. Please. Yeah. If you're my ex, yeah, I still stalk you. I know your girlfriend's middle name. <laughs> um, I've done, I feel like I've done some pretty crazy things for men. Mm. And it's because I felt like I didn't love myself. Ooh, yeah. Like I needed to prove to them through other things that I'm worthy of them loving me. Yeah. And that's really shitty because that never helps anything at all. Even the stalking, I I, I definitely don't say it proudly because it is at a time in my life that I recognize that the same thing that I you know didn't feel worthy. So I wanted to see what you know what what is stopping you from from loving me what i don't need to know why i just need to know that you're not showing up and then for me to go on my merry way yeah I, so stalking yeah. and going through mm-mm, mm-mm. i feel like i don't need anyone to tell me more than once that they am not needed mm-mm. like you you don't have to tell me more than once mm-mm. even if i feel the energy mm. and i see from your actions that you do not respect me or you're not prioritizing me the same way i do you mm. and our friendship our relationship or our sisterhood or whatever it is ah i'm outside oh please please try somewhere else go somewhere else not please here. not 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 this and place. you know Oh, something we were talking about yesterday. The reason why you know when a situation doesn't feel good is because you or I and both of us, we've been lucky to at least experience genuine unrequited love, even if just between us, but in family or you've had a taste of it. So you know when it doesn't feel good. So also holding on to certain things, situations, people, jobs, whatever it is, is so unnecessary because I'm, I'm loved at home. Yeah, I don't yeah, need don't this. Stress, I don't. Don't stress me. I loved at home. Don't try it here. Yeah. This is a pure space. And there's a reason why your blood <laughs> doesn't match up. Because <laughs> it's clearly the opposite of what we know and deserve. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think that's really special. Because I think it's so easy to forget that. As in, what advice would you give to somebody like... Not everybody experiences the same kind of love we have yeah, in our family yep. I wanted and, to talk about that mm. and, and I, I understand that mm. and acknowledge that the same kind of unrecorded love that we might have experienced and we still do in our family and even in our spaces now and f- friend groups not everybody mm. um, 
experiences that like do you have any advice for somebody who doesn't feel like that but is looking for that love or yeah. looking for that um um acknowledgement or that space like mm. yeah one therapy mm. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah because clearly there have been spaces where you've been ignored mm-hmm. it may have been all your life or just once or whatever but heal those wounds so that you can realize that you're worthy of this love because maybe people all your life have treated you that like you're not worthy of these things mm-hmm. and so you don't know what it's like to be loved and so heal go to therapy and and really really figure out those things because there's love out there and maybe there are times when we we're not able to receive it because we're so closed off or yeah our trauma and you talked about hyper independence but i remember talking to someone who was saying hyperindependence is a is a trauma response because you've just had to do it on your own there's yeah. nobody else to pick you up so therapy and i think equip yourself with tools that can maybe help you see what love could be bell hooks truly truly does that for me the things that I had never ever thought of um in my life and love journey that now I'm really 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 starting to see. Like for example, she has this chapter where she talks about self-love and I think from the internet or if on a shallow level it's like not shallow but yeah, let's say surface level there are things that yeah, you can do for yourself like oh, skincare or whatever or whatever. But there are times when you've washed your face and put on a mask and you're still sad and you're still and sad you're still sad yeah <laughs> so she builds she builds on those other pillars and she's like self assertiveness where yeah you fight for yourself self responsibility where you take responsibility for your life and the direction it should take regardless of how things have been before but yeah therapy for sure and if you're able to seek community if you're able to mm-hmm. and yeah read all about love by bell hooks she helps and there's a podcast that has oh she changed my life i love her so much and she doesn't even know me oh. you know who oh shan booty shan booty we're trying to get shan booty on this podcast yeah shan budram i love her and she doesn't even know it but i hope she she knows one day she's truly changed my life she always says how her podcast and her platforms are to help us have better conversations with our lovers and friends mm. and she's given me so many tools to allow me to speak with my lovers and friends because being closed off like I used to be I never I never fully fully expressed myself mm. I only said enough where nobody would ask questions mm. you know saying so much without saying a lot but just seeing the raw honesty she has with her lovers and friends and the platforms she's created and her podcast as well um yeah and other black women like the queen's podcast period i just find places that can cultivate those good values because you you know when something doesn't feel good so look for look for the resources if you can't find it within or like without there are people who don't even know you who can show you how to love mm-hmm. yeah that's really special mm. wow hey <laughs> sorry no y'all this is <laughs> I, know. I just feel it's like nice it's, talking it's just you. nice talking and it. um i don't know i just i think you've taught me so much about just being mm-hmm. yeah like being open and honest with myself mm. and 
really advocating for myself in a way that like I don't like whether that's <laughs> we went out for dinner and I I had asked them to take back two drinks because I didn't love them yeah. I just wanted a Prosecco but you know I was at this fancy place and I wanted to try drinks mm. and I was already like I felt like I had already asked too much yeah. and Lisa was like girl you better advocate for yourself and tell yeah. them like the thing is that you don't have to be rude about it no. you know it's okay to just be like hey like i actually didn't really love this ring which is the yeah. way i asked for it guys yeah. i was not rude she was very kind about it and almost crawled under the table and so i had to actually you didn't ask for it i asked she for asked it i was like it. hey is there is it possible that and i think they appreciate the feedback so I, it pro, it possibly helps them improve their drinks That's or whatever true. yeah but i feel like if we ask in a kind way if if they had said no, we would have accepted. But if she said, <laughs> imagine them saying, "I don't know how I'd feel." If yeah, no. But then she accepted to take it back and bring you something that you did like. That's true. So it means they were determined to make our experience good, which I love about the place. Yeah, so. it's a place in Williamsburg called Bar Oyster. Mm-hmm. You guys have to check it out. Hey. It is so beautiful. The food is gorgeous. So good. It's like the space itself is gorgeous mm. it lo- it felt like we were like in italy or yeah. like just you're definitely transported to a new era era yeah something new place oof it was so the nice. inside the outside there was one good. really cute um what's his name waiter like, like one really cute waiter mm. ah lisa was making eye contact with him i was saying ah please then if you want to kiss him kiss him now <laughs> Please. She even heard him say, ah, this waiter is so cute. He even looked at you. But no. What? He was too cute. He was too cute. Have you like gone up to a guy and just told him, yo, I like you. Mm -hmm. I do that when I'm lit. I've done that a few times in like when I travel, I'm feeling like I'm never going to see these people again. So I feel more confidence there. But like in New York where I'll go to to Zara and then I'll see you. Ah, la, 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 la. God forbid. Mm. Neighbor. 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 Yeah. You know, sometimes it's not that you want anything from them. It's just an acknowledgement of your, your beauty. But some people mm-hmm. take it so far. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. I never know how people react. So I try not to. But sometimes I'm just like, no, you need to know how good you look. Have you ever had like a fling? Like a cool, a cute summer fling, or like a, I love a good trip fling. Like it feels like you're on honeymoon with like somebody like really beautiful. Yeah, that and you, then you never see. Them and then you again. never see them again, and you move on with your life. Yeah. Have you ever? Yeah. I love those. Yeah. What? Where was it? I think in Buenos Aires, just meeting new people. Those are. Uh, I don't know what this was called. It was like a a sort of speed dating event. Just things we were doing to get to know people or just be outside more Mm -hmm. yeah so there are people who we met and went on a few dates and wow argentine men are very romantic so i can imagine wine and dine (laughs) yeah but never saw any one of them again no but then you had your fun it was perfect and you left are you summertime sadness is it giving summertime sadness um no leaving felt like that but during was, was, it was, was giving it was good. I'm that girl exactly exactly um have you had a whole phase no I think being closed off just made me quite numb to love. everything everything yeah wow yeah I even god. thought for a time that I was ace because I What's just ace, uh, that I was asexual because oh. I was just I just was not feeling anything because I was very numb uh, to to like everything mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so in the phase of my life where I, 
I was closed off. I was closed off to everything. But you know, a whole phase, it doesn't just have to happen once. You could be 60 having a whole phase. That's true. You know? Like that lady who's 123. <laughs> <laughs> she's never found the one, but now she's looking. She's looking for so one. I think she's yeah. ready for her whole phase. I think she's ready for a whole phase. Guys, there's this story, which you guys can look up right now. Yeah. But this woman is 123, and she said she's a virgin. Yeah. She's never been touched by a man, and mm-hmm. so now she's looking for love. And it doesn't mean that she can't have a whole phase right now. Mm-mm. But the thing is, 123 years, yeah. you've not found a, a man. But you know what? What? That's why she lived 123 years. Because she wasn't stressed she by wasn't a man. Stressed by a man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's true. <laughs> That's why she lived 123 years. Because listen, who else is living 123 years? No, please. People are dying young. Yeah. People are dying young. Stress. From a man not texting you, <laughs> not treating you well, <laughs> ghosting. ghosting you doesn't take initiative when you're going on a date doesn't tell you you're beautiful every day doesn't realize that you're that girl listen that's why this woman's 123 years old i'm telling you she she has the key she has the key and now and she's still agile enough to be out there to be thinking about a a man to want to be held and caressed yeah yeah. but in her own time after a century after a century she said that's when now she said now i'm gonna give this man a little taste of me yeah wow love that for her oh my god she should drop the ted talk nangoja i'm telling you i'm waiting for it i want to invite you to the queen's quarters just to give us a little taste a little inspiration what do you want the girls to leave with from this something tangible something they can do go brush your teeth with that if it's go outside on a date today do this take the bar exam Ooh. find little pockets in your day to be happy mm. because life will move really fast and you'll be in a routine and you'll do all your little things and you'll realize that you've not been happy in a long time Mm -hmm. yeah you laughed at that post online or whatever but just find little pockets to be happy and if it's your seven dollar coffee in the morning then it's okay if it's walks that make you happy these days for me it's swimming so i make sure to make the time so just find little pockets in your day to be happy i love that yeah well, my pockets of happiness recently have been you, so... Oh, yeah, me too. Honestly. Me too. Should we cheers to that? Yeah. I love you so much. I love you so much. Wow. You're my everything. Cheers to a sisterhood. A sisterhood. Love mm-hmm. and to a fabulous summer. Yes. Cheers. Love you. Well, this is a fun test, and it's going to be a how well do you know your sister test. No, oh my god. Okay, so we're both going to answer. Okay. Okay. What was their most prized uh, childhood possession? (laughs) I think you know mine. (laughs) Tete! (laughs) Tete was, is what I called like a like a bottle of milk. milk. Literally, it was a frenzy for the entire family. Like, if there was no Tete there... It's a matter of life, life or, or death. death. Yeah, literally. If this girl woke up or just looked to her side and did not have a bottle of milk. No. You will all wake up in the middle of the night 
Tet, oh my god, that thing was hey. It was it was hell on earth. Like my my dad would have like four like five bottles of what of like milk um in the baby bottle like yo i i drank it until i was seven mm. and then one day we went on a family trip and i came back and it was cleared the house was <laughs> cleared there was barely even cold any milk cold so turkey like they just but we were hostages I think everyone was hostage to my milk addiction yeah. but yeah it was yeah. it was tete yeah. okay lisa I, I, for me. I really don't know I you didn't, didn't have think anything either. Thing. No. Um. Your th- your thumb. Did you just like your thumb for a while? Mm-mm. I don't think I had a thing. Even I. I don't think I had a thing. I don't think you did either. No, I can't I, think I, of I, it. No, I don't. I don't think I did. Okay. Oh wait. What's something they did as a little kid that was super embarrassing? was anything we were just not embarrassing children i'm just gonna be honest and then it's not embarrassing if you're not embarrassed if you're not embarrassed we're just never embarrassed we just lived like yeah okay Mm. um was our dressing alike embarrassing i don't think it was embarrassing guys we used to like dress the same for like a while yeah but i don't think it was embarrassing i think it was really cute i think so too like now not that we would show pictures or anything (laughs) We would. <laughs> we even like dressed alike yesterday. Yeah. Oh snap! Yeah, we both wore, wore jumpsuits. <laughs> we wore jumpsuits like rom- rompers, rompers, like denim, denim rompers. Yeah. We're so cute. Okay, mm-hmm. do they want to get married, kids and family? A ching. Um, there's a time when it was a strong no. Now it's no with like, hmm, like I'll see. Yeah. Now it's there's, yeah, I'll see. I think for you. Mm-hmm. I think you'd like to get married. Yeah. And um, I think if a child comes along, mm-hmm. if it's the right time, you will keep the child. Yeah. But I don't think you're necessarily opposed to having kids. No. But I also don't think you want to have kids. Yeah. I'm not I'm not ready at all. Not thinking about them at all. Yeah. Right now <laughs> when said, I... them kids. telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I think of my future, the things I'm excited about are... <gasps> Career, travel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are they an introvert or an extrovert? You are an introvert with extrovert tendencies. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I think you can stay inside and under a blanket for three days, yeah, and you'll be fine. Yeah, Uh, but I would go crazy. Yeah, but I I think you also have extroverted tendencies. Like if you meet someone, you're like really like inquisitive and really want to talk to them. Exactly. Yeah, I think you're an extrovert. Yes. Yeah. You get energy from from people. For me, being outside is is exciting for me, but draining. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. But extremely draining. Yeah. Um, if you guys could take a sleep sibling trip, where would you go? Dala. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. We'd go back home to our ancestral home. Yeah. Back in Kenya. Yeah. Because y'all, I don't think uh, you guys understand, and I think it's maybe a very African thing paradise. or a very Kenyan thing. Mm. But like, y'all, as soon as you get there, the way you're treated like a queen and uh, a king, like our parents spoil us to the max. Like you get there, there's food on tap. Like it feels like, oh my god. Like my mom mm. is a chef, and she always calls people to come help cook, uh, and there's food flowing like you finished breakfast you start you start dessert or 
you have tea to wash it down and tea doesn't go alone you have to have tea with cake with cake or tea with like bread, fried dough chapati, or something yeah. and then by the time you're done with that that was at 10 10 a.m by noon they've already said come eat oh. after that you want you're taken to go swimming like yeah. we're literally kids at heart we're like yeah i, I, I want to go and be we always say i want to go home and be parented and to be parented yeah. and baby yeah we're literally kids like my dad could be yeah. like let's go or on mm-hmm. the dads is be like let's go on a ride we're yeah. so yeah. we're so like, hype when i'm back home, i don't know how to drive i i don't make decisions on my you tell me you tell me you what tell you're me. going to do yeah what's their favorite kind of music afrobeats yeah i think for you afrobeats but i think you also like other things like there's one that i really want you to say like have you played it for me um no indian music that's a good ask guess thank you that's a good guess you have to really know me oh, to wait. know that i like that yeah, yeah that's a good guess what <laughs> yeah yeah you have to know me to know wait, that, is that yeah. indian, you like indian music it's not i do but it's you not do, but the it's one. not is it reggaeton is it, it is it like afro pop i don't just tell me lisa so i can know now for next time the guess is brooklyn brooklyn like jamaican music no what else oh, like there are also other jewish baby <laughs> brooklyn Yeah, you were here. Yeah, I know, but like <laughs> Brooklyn. I'll give you one more guess. Lisa, just tell me. Hip hop. <laughs> Girl. This girl's you're like this. You could have said Harlem. Brooklyn Big is from here and so, so many of them are from Okay. Hip-hop. Spread love is the Brooklyn way. <laughs> Jewish is wild. <laughs> I can't believe that. Jewish is really I think we wild. need to discuss that off camera. I feel like that brings this to Brooklyn Jewish. Jewish. Okay. I'm, but it maybe sense. we need to but look you, for that music. But you then. do know though, like there's a yeah. lot of Jewish people in Brooklyn. I do. I okay. do. That, I feel like that really brings us. And I feel like we got majority of them right. I think we got all of them I right. We got everything right. So we know each other. <laughs> Love you. Love you, sweetheart. Well, y'all, thank y'all so much for hanging out with me and my sissy Lisa. There's more episodes to come with more goodness, more fun, more delicious energy. So make sure to tune in every Friday to the Queen's Quarters. Thank you once again, and I'll see y'all next time. Mwah.